You are allowed to raise from up to 35 of these sophisticated investors, assuming you have a pre-existing substantive relationship with them. First, a quick word from our best ever partner, PropStream. PropStream is an all-in-one platform that gives you the tools you need to reach more leads, book more meetings, and close more deals with less work. With PropStream, you can find vacant and off-market properties in seconds, nationwide or specific to any zip code. You can skip trace owner information, find cash buyers specific to an area, and find other investors to potentially partner with or fund your deals. PropStream provides you the comprehensive data and market insight you need to be at the top of your real estate game. PropStream also features state-of-the-art marketing tools that allow you to send out direct mail postcards and ringless voicemail. Even if you're not in real estate, PropStream can help you locate high net worth individuals to invest in your non-real estate business. Or if you are in real estate, then you can find them to invest in your real estate business. You can use this tool to find people who have millions of dollars in equity in their homes and you can reach out to them via email, telephone, or snail mail. This is the perfect real estate investing tool for wholesalers and real estate agents, real estate investors, and entrepreneurs. I love how easy the PropStream website is to use. With a few clicks, you can review comps in the area or estimate rehab costs prior to purchasing a property. Act now to take advantage of the plethora of properties that have and will continue to hit the market during this time. And best ever listeners, do you know we got something special for you? You're going to receive a free seven-day all-access trial to experience all the features this powerful tool has, and you'll experience it firsthand. Just go to your7dayfreetrial.com. That's Y-O-U-R, the number seven, dayfreetrial.com. Get started with this. Get your seven-day free trial and start growing your business even more so than you have been. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode. And for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the Apartment Syndication School, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hello, best of your listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I'm your host, Theo Hicks. Each week we air a syndication school episode that focuses on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. And for a lot of these episodes, we've released some sort of a free resource. These are free PDF how-to guides, free PowerPoint presentation templates, or free Excel templates that will help you along your apartment syndication journey. 
So make sure you check out those other episodes and those free documents at syndicationschool.com. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the SEC's recent expansion on the definition of what an accredited investor is. So as a refresher, the two types of people who can invest in apartment syndications are going to be the accredited investor and the sophisticated investor. We're going to focus more so on the accredited investor in this episode, but the sophisticated investor is someone who does not meet the accredited investor qualifications, but has sufficient investing experience and knowledge to weigh the risks and merits of an investment opportunity. So if you are raising money under 506B, then you are allowed to raise from up to 35 of these sophisticated investors, assuming you have a pre-existing substantive relationship with them. So to learn more about that, you can check out our syndication school episode where we go into more detail on 506B versus 506C. But if someone is an accredited investor, then they can invest in any apartment syndication. They can also invest in crowdfunding as well, which I had a really good interview with someone about crowdfunding yesterday that I'm sure I will be discussing on syndication school at some point. But still currently today, because this new definition, it does not go into effect. I think they released it at the end of August and they said it'll go live in 60 days. So by the end of October, this will go live. So technically right now, you're still only allowed to raise from accredited investors who are qualified under the old definition. So as a reminder, the old definition is going to be someone who has an income that is greater than $200,000 per year, or it could also be $300,000 combined between an individual and their spouse in each of the prior two years, and then it reasonably expects the same for the, the current year, what you can qualify with your income. And then the other most common way to qualify is to have a net worth over a million dollars, whether that is as an individual or with a spouse. And then this excludes the value of the personal residence. So they can't use the equity in their house or whatever to count towards their accredited investor status. And then there's two others that might be relevant to you when you're raising money. Because sometimes people want to invest through an entity. So any entity in which all of the equity partners are accredited investors will also qualify. And then any trust with total assets in excess of $5 million that is not formed specifically to purchase the subject securities whose purchase is directed by a sophisticated person is allowed to also invest. A broker who's not accredited can invest on behalf of a trust that meets these requirements. So there's a long list of other ways people can qualify to become accredited. If you just go to the IRS website, I'm pretty sure it's under Regulation D. You'll be able to find all of the different ways people can qualify. Now, as I mentioned, the SEC recently changed the definition 
And I guess some people were fearful that the definition would become less. It would be limited. But anyone who is an accredited investor today was an accredited investor yesterday and last year is still going to be an accredited investor once this new definition comes into effect in October. So this definition only adds new accredited investors, not removing any accredited investor. So that's the good news. But the bad news side is that it was not expanded that much. So the first expansion was people who heard Series 7, Series 65, or Series 82 licenses are now technically considered accredited investors. Also, investment advisors registered with the SEC or any state. And then something that was surprising was that venture capital fund advisors and exempt reporting advisors now qualify as accredited investors, which is interesting because if you remember what I said prior, that a sophisticated person, an investment broker, so talking about a sophisticated person who's not an accredited investor who can invest on behalf of a trust, by sophisticated, it means the person or the company or the private fund offering the security reasonably believes that this person has sufficient knowledge and experience in financial and business matters to evaluate the merits and risks of the prospective investment. So the exact same as the definition of the sophisticated investor that can invest in 506B. So the main point here is that the individual needs to be sophisticated in order to invest in the syndication Whereas a venture capital fund advisor and then exempt reporting advisors are not required to pass any sort of exam or demonstrate any sort of financial knowledge or sophistication. So this seems to be the first, if not a rare example of someone who's allowed to invest without needing to meet the old accredited or the old sophisticated requirements. A couple of other additions, expansions to the accredited investor definition, LLCs that are, if otherwise qualified, can invest just because the LLCs were started after the existing regulations on who is or isn't an accredited investor came to be. So it's just kind of adding that in there. Entities not currently listed, including Indian tribes, governmental bodies, funds, and entities organized under the laws of foreign countries that one own investments and then investments in excess of five million dollars and two were not formed to invest in the securities offered I mean, they were pre-existing rural business development companies family offices with at least five million dollars in assets under management and their family clients as each is termed under the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. So if you remember, we did an episode recently about family offices. So I think maybe that they just reduced the assets under management, maybe. I know that you could raise money from family offices before. And then the last one are knowledgeable employees of a private fund, but only with respects to investments in that fund. So this last one, essentially what this means is that individual and institutional investors that have the knowledge and the expertise to participate in private capital markets, which includes 
apartment syndications now qualify as accredited investors based on defined measures of professional knowledge, experience, or certifications. So rather than just them needing to meet a certain income or net worth or assets under management, they can also qualify as an accredited investor based off of kind of like sophisticated status. Maybe in between or have a little bit more experience than a sophisticated investor, then they will qualify as an accredited investor. And then the last thing is that currently the net worth and liquidity is based off of your spouse. So you have to be actually legally married, whereas now the definition is expanded to someone that you've been a cohabitant occupying a relationship generally equivalent to that of a spouse for at least seven years. Now, this obviously isn't a massive change, but it could be an indication of bigger changes to come. And then also, especially this last example where people can qualify with different designations, credentials, if they don't actually have the liquidity or net worth, is going to open up industry self-regulatory authorities and accredited education institutions to create various certifications, designations, or credentials, or courses that the SEC would approve for accredited investor qualification. So someone can take some course and then get a certificate that will allow them to be a accredited investor, which obviously would lead to a lot more people learning about securities and then being able to participate in apartment syndications and crowdfunding, which is obviously something that could be massive and tap into a massive portion of the population that can't invest now because they lack the knowledge, expertise, or the money. So I would say out of all of these changes, the LLCs might be helpful. People can invest with an LLC now instead of LP or something. But this last one where people who have certain certifications are allowed to invest, people can create new certifications that are approved by the SEC. And so this is why it's very important that you get the word out about what you're doing. Especially now, even if the people you have a pre-existing relationship with don't know about apartment syndications or aren't qualified to invest in apartment syndications because once these qualification courses start coming out, they can take those and be allowed to invest. So if you want more info about the SEC release, their press release on August 26th, if you use Google SEC modernizes the accredited investor definition fact sheet, You'll go to the page that goes into more details. And there's obviously a lot of blog posts that have been written about it as well. You don't technically need to go read the facts. I've summarized it pretty well in this episode. But if you want to read the more legal jargon as opposed to the layman term that I just gave it in, then you can go check that out. Again, that's SEC modernizes the accredited investor definition. So that will conclude this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out those other episodes and download those free documents at syndicationschool.com and until next time have a best ever day prop stream is an all-in-one platform that gives you the tools you need to reach more leads book more meetings and close more deals with less work 
With PropStream, you can find vacant and off-market properties, locate potential investors, or gain invaluable market insight in seconds. PropStream also features state-of-the-art marketing tools that allow you to send out direct mail postcards and ringless voicemail, which will help you close more deals with less stress. Visit your7dayfreetrial.com to start your free trial and experience all the amazing features PropStream has to offer. That's your, the number seven, dayfreetrial.com. Ever wonder how the top in real estate got there? The Invest This podcast, hosted by real estate investor Scott Bauer, interviews the top names in the industry, giving you the tips and tricks that help you catapult your real estate business to success. Find them at investthispodcast.com.